Hey, so this is part two of Dawood al-Islam. Okay, so apart from kingship, Dawood al-Islam was a judge amongst his people and discharged his duties with utmost justice. And Allah says, O Dawood, indeed we have Indeed, we have made you a successor upon earth. So judge between the people in truth and do not follow your own desire as it will lead you astray from the way of Allah. Indeed, those who go astray from the way of Allah will have a severe punishment for having forgotten the day of account. Now, Dawud al-Islam, he used to have a special and private sanctuary called the Mihrab where he could be alone to perform his worship. This area was off limits to the public. But one night, a strange incident happened. Two people entered the mihrab by climbing over the walls. Dawud al-Islam was understandably alarmed when he saw them. The two men told him not to fear. They were claimants and apparently one had wronged the other, so they wanted to seek Dawud al-Islam's judgment on the matter. They said, Fear not, we are two adversaries, one of whom has wronged the other. So judge between us with truth and do not exceed it and guide us to the sound path. <clears throat> so they say, Indeed this, my brother, has ninety-nine ewes and I have one ewe. So he said, Entrust her to me, and he overpowered me in speech. Dawood said, He has certainly wronged you in demanding your ewe in addition to his ewes, and indeed many associates oppress one another, except for those who believe and do righteous deeds, and few are they. So ewes are, um, what do you say? Yeah, the female sheeps. Okay? So one person had 99, and he still asked the other person for one of theirs, and humiliated them through speech. Okay, something was disturbing about the situation. The bizarre materialization of these two men and the strange nature of their dispute. It is reported that the two men then vanished into thin air. Dawud al-Islam realized that the two men were in fact angels disguised as men and that he had been tried. He was so afraid that he immediately repented and sought Allah's forgiveness, falling down in prostration to his Lord. We do not have any authentic reports on what his wrong was. According to some, Dawud al-Islam had erred in giving a judgment by listening to only one side of the story. According to Israelite narratives, Dawud al-Islam had 99 wives and wanted one more. However, there is no confirmation of this under Islamic tradition. If Allah, said <coughs> if Allah had wanted um, the nature of his wrongdoing to be known to us, he would have disclosed it. But in keeping such details concealed, it is clear that the details of his mistake were irrelevant. What is relevant is that he prostrated to Allah in repentance for his error and that Allah forgave him for it. When the following verse was revealed, Muhammad wasallam also prostrated. And Dawood became certain that we had tried him and he asked forgiveness of his Lord and fell down bowing in prostration and turning in repentance to Allah. So we forgive him and indeed for him is nearness to us and a good place of return. Okay, Dawood al-Islam was granted a son. Suleiman al-Islam and Suleiman al-Islam was like his father endowed with extreme intelligence and justice he used to observe the way his father rendered judgments and over time Allah endowed Suleiman with wisdom that was deeper and greater than his father's in one incident two people presented their dispute the claimant asserted that his neighbor's flock of sheep had entered his farmland and grazed all the crops destroying that season's harvest this fact was cons confirmed by the owner of the sheep Dawud al-Islam ruled that the owner of the sheep was to hand over all his sheep to the owner of the land as compensation for the lost harvest. However, Suleiman al-Islam had a better idea. Instead of depriving the owner of the sheep entirely, 
he suggested that the two claimants swap their assets. The owner of the land was to take all the sheep and benefit from his produce, including wool, milk, and ewes. During this period, the owner of the sheep was to take care of the first claimant's farmland until the crops were rehabilitated and the farmland was restored back to its original condition. When the farmland was restored, then the two parties could take back his own assets. Such was the resoundingly sound judgment of Suleiman al-Islam, which his father agreed to. In another incident, there were two women, one older and one younger, both of whom had infants. A wolf or a fox kidnapped one of the babies and carried it off, never to be seen again. Now the two women claimed that the remaining infant was hers. Dawud al-Islam judged in favor of the older woman. Suleiman al-Islam was not completely convinced, so he suggested to both women to saw the baby in half and give each woman half of the infant. The younger woman was horrified to hear this and she screamed that she would rather give up her claim to the baby instead of seeing it hurt. The older woman was silent. It was clear that the one who jumped at the defense of the baby and displayed her maternal protective instinct was the real mother of the infant. And thus Dawud al-Islam's original ruling was rescinded and the baby was reunited with its real mother, the younger woman. Suleiman al-Islam may have been the younger one, but Allah bestowed upon him a deeper understanding of the circumstances and therefore a higher level of wisdom than his father. Here we understand that people can be presented with the same facts, same education and even the same circumstances, but the individual comprehension and understanding of a matter still varies according to the knowledge that Allah chooses to grant a person. <clears throat> now, Dawud al-Islam was a possessive man and took great care of his family. When he went out, he would lock the door and no man could enter the house until he returned. One day he went out and locked the door as usual. Suddenly his wife came to see a man in the middle of the house and worried about Dawud al-Islam's reaction when he came back to find the stranger there. When Dawud al-Islam came home and saw the man standing in his house, he asked the man who he was. He replied, I am the one who does not fear any king, neither uh, could be barred by any hurdle. Dawud al-Islam realized that he could only be the angel of death who had come to claim his soul. Even though Dawud al-Islam was in possession of so much riches of the world, he did not cling onto this dunya the way rich people normally do. He did not resist as the angel plucked the soul from his body and thus he passed away. Dawud al-Islam was so loved by the people that thousands flocked to pay their last respects to him. It was a hot day, so Suleiman al-Islam instructed, instructed the birds to provide shade. The birds formed a canopy with their wings to block the strong sun. Consistent with the ungrateful nature of Bani Israel, they then complained it was too hot. So Suleiman al-Islam commanded the birds to contract one wing to allow some breeze through. Usually prophets and messengers do not leave behind any wealth to be inherited by their children. But in the case of Dawud al-Islam, his son Suleiman al-Islam, who by the time of his father's death already demonstrated signs of prophethood, inherited both his kingdom and his prophethood. Okay, Suleiman al-Islam constantly observed his father's wisdom, and Dawud al-Islam trained him from a young age to observe when disputes were presented before him. This is the ideal quality of a parent, who leads by example rather than just words. Many of us dream of leaving our legacy on earth and for our children to inherit what we had accumulated. However, inheritance is usually in the form of wealth alone and not in the form of goodness or wisdom. The story of Dawud al-Islam shows the importance of passing on the mission to propagate the message of Allah to the next generation, as well as to spread justice throughout the land. With Allah's will, Suleiman al-Islam eventually exceeded his father both in kingdom and ability, but more importantly in justice and wisdom. Alright.
so this was the end of prophet daud next we'll be moving on to suleiman alislam story and i'll meet you back with that one so take care and bye